Good morning. 7.55 a.m. on Monday, May the 29th, 2023. It's, uh, it's a nice morning. Blue sky. Clouds off on the horizon, but there's nothing... Nothing impending. We had hailstorm yesterday. That means we'll have hundreds of, well, all right, dozens of roofing companies cold calling us, trying to get us to replace our roof. We're probably gonna take one of them up on it. We'll wait for the now for the next couple of storms. We'll have inevitably more storms. I keep thinking we ought to do something radical like put metal on it, but it's pretty noisy as it is. I'm having trouble getting motivated. My mouth is drying out already. The uh, cat is coming together slowly, slowly, slowly. I think I know what the last, I think I know what denouement is. If I, I, I'm getting closer to understanding what the end of the story is going to be. I just need to bring it, bring it up. The, uh, the skeleton is there, but it needs to be fleshed out, I think, a little bit more, a lot more. Who am I kidding? Oh, here comes sports coach. Morning. Morning. Nice morning, isn't it? It is. We like yeah. these. break out the sheep shears and have that. <sighs> but yeah, the cat's coming together. I'm, uh, I'm sorely distracted by Horizon Zero Dawn, in spite of the fact that I finished the storyline once already. And I'm playing on the easiest mode with the best gear. 
or nearly the best gear I have. I spent most of yesterday, my game time yesterday, which was severely truncated. Frustrating day. But I spent most of my game time yesterday trying to beat the uh, the hunting trials in, in just one of the one of the hunting lands, whatever they call them, hunting lodges. There's one where you, you don't have to do anything except loot some boxes. <laughs> except that there aren't enough boxes. And if you go about trying to get more boxes, then it takes too much time. And you just you don't have enough time to do it. Morning. So it should, it seems like it should be really easy. Loot four boxes in a hundred, in a minute and five seconds. 65 seconds to loot four boxes. But too often, I only have two. And then I get caught up in battles where I need to need to kill everything in order to get access to the other boxes that are walking around. And of course, even even doing one is takes too long. It's quite frustrating. The uh, the video walkthroughs all show, oh yeah, well, you just jump in, there's three boxes here, there's three boxes there, you just run between them and, and loot them all and life is, life is good, except I have yet to see three boxes in a group. One box, two boxes occasionally. Three boxes? I don't remember that one. Oh, hello, squirrel. Also need a dedication for Marva too. I've been thinking about all the old teachers that I had.
Mr. Swetland. What's his name? Earl? I think so, Earl Swetland. He was a preacher, minister, somewhere. Locally there, of course, dirt. And uh, he was the one who worked us through the yellow precursors, the Yale study, new math books. Man, I love those books. They're apparently available. I found links to them in the past. I don't know if it took me a long time to find them. I could probably find them again. I'm trying to think if there was one or two. I think it was just one. Frustrating book. It was uh, really rudimentary in terms of production value. So I think it was a monospace courier font. The, the diagrams were, some of them kind of looked hand-drawn. They probably were hand-drawn and scanned. Sometime in the early 60s. But challenging ideas like numbering systems and different ways of counting, different ways of calculating. Problems were all puzzle problems. No, not all. A lot of them were puzzle problems. I'm trying to wrap your head around these puzzle problems. After uh, sixth or seventh grade, after six years or so of worksheets and trying to learn arithmetic facts, these were <laughs> these were amazing. How do you how do you measure the height of a flagpole if you can't climb it? Get ready. Say it with me. Monk post. And of course, once you know the answer, the answer is like, well, duh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> 
to a 10-year-old and 11-year-old. If you can't climb it, how do you how do you know how tall it is? How do you figure it out? Some sort of advanced mathematics. It turns out to be no. <laughs> it turns out to be really really simple. Just measure a shadow. And while that's the answer, it's not the whole answer. Because the shadow is only... Without the use of a lot of trigonometry. The shadow is... It's constantly changing. The length is constantly changing as the day goes along. Shortest at noon, it's longest at sunset. In fact, it's too long to, to measure at sunset. Mid-morning, mid-afternoon, it's a little more reasonable. Where I grew up, noon was actually pretty, sh pretty reasonable. It was still quite long. But all you need is the key. And the key turned out to be, stand a yardstick up. <laughs> Measure the shadow of the yardstick. The proportion of the shadow to the yardstick is the same as the proportion of the shadow to the flagpole. Apply that proportion to the length of the shadow and you'll know the length of the flagpole. I mean, sure, it's, it's, it's pretty simple once you know the answer. But if, if you don't know the answer, if the whole idea of coming up with the answer of how do you measure the height of a flagpole by measuring the length of a yardstick is sort of some kind of mental jujitsu. There was a, another series of problems about that I ran into later and recognized. And that has to do with um, trying to conquer the army in a city and knowing you need X number of troops, but none of the bridges into the city can support that number of troops. So, of course, the answer is to split your army up and send them all in on different bridges so that you get the right number of army in the right, in the city at the same time. Which is kind of a, a lame solution. ignores an awful lot of things like the incremental changes. 
But later I saw that same scenario applied to radiation. And it's like, how do you get enough radiation on a tumor without burning the person that the tumor is in, which is a very, a very real problem for me. So the idea that they were going to take this beam of radiation being emitted by a kind of computer-controlled rotating head and spin it around my body putting the minimum amounts of radiation into me except for the one spot where all of the various beams crossed even if they didn't all cross at the same time, they all targeted the same point. And luckily for me, that point was very small. It was just a little piece in the back of my tongue. Unluckily for me, it was in, on my tongue, which meant all of the soft tissues, like salivary glands and taste buds and some of the more delicate structures, like teeth, <laughs> got a lot more radiation than is probably, than they, well, in the case of my salivary glands and my taste buds, more than they could cope with. So they kind of fritzed out. But the, the tumor's gone. Between the chemo and the radiation, the tumors are gone. I'm trying to think of, of who, who the unsung teachers were. Good morning. A lot of people who taught me things who weren't technically teachers. June Gray is a head counselor at the camp my grandparents worked at. She taught me a lot. She taught me how to ski. <laughs> Something I haven't done in decades. And it was fun, but it's just, it's such an expensive pastime. It's such an expensive hobby. Cross-country skiing isn't too bad, but downhill skiing is just so expensive. Between the travel time, the lift tickets, the equipment, all of it, it just was like, God. And 
when I was doing it, it was it was an order of magnitude cheaper than it is now. You could get a lift ticket for like five bucks for the day. I don't know what it is for a day now. This is done. Should be a good candidate. Reminds me a lot of one of my oncology nurses, Ruth. She had the, uh, she had the knack of listening to me. Very few people listen to me. But both of them did. imagine, well actually, I can't imagine doing Ruth's job, having to talk to people who are going through the diagnosis and then the extended treatment and then the extended recovery and finally recuperation, or I guess it's recuperation and then recovery, I don't know, I can't keep them straight. That's got to be. That's got to be so hard. At any rate, enough of that. I'm at the back gate. Tomorrow's another day. And with any luck at all, I'll talk to you then.